This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I'm Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski, Jay, we just had ourselves a big weekend. It's not often that we record after a weekend where we actually we saw each other. We spent time together this past weekend. It was fun. It was a good time. I'm glad we were able to do that. If you don't know what we're talking about, of course, Rick and I ran in the Homewood. Wait, I'm sorry. Ran is a strong yeah, word. Air quotes. Ran in the Homewood 0.3K. And I have to give it up to my hometown of Homewood, as if a 0.3K, 365 yards, isn't short enough, they absolutely shortened the course. Oh, yes, they did. <laughs> There's no way. To be fair, it drizzled earlier. It did drizzle. You're right. There's no way that was 365 yards. Maybe 120? Maybe? Probably. I would think closer to 100 yards. So the way it worked is Rick and I showed up in downtown Homewood, lovely downtown Homewood. Come check it out. First thing we did before we all, uh, you know, hit the starting line was we had a beer from Rabid Brewing, mm-hmm. which was delightful as always. One yes. of my favorite places ever. And Ray and Tobias are big contributors to I'm Fat Podcast content. So we appreciate them for always listening. They're the owners of Rabid. I should probably mm-hmm. clarify that. After that, we started to run-ish. Yeah, we we made the motion of running. Yeah, we moved our arms and legs in a way in which our bodies moved. Yeah. Some would call it walking. Yeah. I would would say a a trot. I don't even, I mean, I didn't even hit a trot. Well, if you were having some sort of emergency, bowel emergency in public, you didn't want to show everyone that's what you had, but you were in a bit of a hurry. Yeah, we was like a bit of a. Yeah, we had the green apple quick steps. That was sort of the speed we were at. Yeah. Because 20 yards down the line. Was the Krispy Kreme truck. That was great. <laughs> Fresh, hot Krispy Kremes. Sir, they had like the big heating, I don't know what you call that thing, the heating tower on wheels. Yeah. Just full of glazed donuts. Yeah, it was the warming rack. Yeah, thank you. Piping hot coming mm-hmm. out. That was good. So we had a little bit of nourishment for the final stretch yes. of the 0.3K. <laughs> By the way, I have your 0.3K sticker at home. I keep forgetting to bring it oh, in. Oh, what a jerk. Um, and then we ended the race and had a shot from Copper Still and two sliders from White Castle. And then uh, since we burned so many calories, we had to yes. go to Lassen's afterwards. And you had a burger. Mm-hmm. I had a ton of wings. And it was just a great day all around. It really was. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Thanks to those. We had a few people come up to us and say they enjoy the podcast and that they were happy that we survived. Very funny. That that was interesting because we had, not to stereotype, but a young mm-hmm. black woman yes. was the first, woman to say, first person to say anything to us. Hey, yep. I enjoy the podcast. That was at the race. Yeah. Then when Rick and I were leaving Lassen's, a guy said, the feds did it. Yeah, I was an older white dude. Yeah, so and that's, that's our demographic, of right. course. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's nice is that this podcast 
kind of it bridges the gaps. It does. Everybody loves food. Everybody loves the fat lifestyle and participating in it at certain levels. I think more than the fact that it was a woman and she was African-American was the fact that how young she was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This podcast is it's catching fire, man. People talk about it. I think I, I told the story last week, right? Oh, no, I think I told this on the Madhouse podcast. When I went to the Hawks training camp festival, Yeah, James and I on the podcast before that said to our audience, like, hey, first one to see us mm-hmm. and give us the keyword wins a Madhouse prize pack. Nice. So I'm in Homewood at Starbucks. And the guy's like, hey, I really like your podcast. You're Jay, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm Jay. You know, we're talking, talking. I'm like, by the way, I have a sticker here for the podcast. Like, oh, great. And I hand him a Madhouse podcast sticker. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you got the hockey podcast, too. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yes. yeah. I'm like, damn it. The I'm Fat podcast is way more popular, I think. I hear a lot more about it. I have a, There's so many listeners to the Madhouse podcast. Mm-hmm. But everywhere I go... And you have the same experience. Yeah. People talk to us about the I'm Fat podcast. Oh, absolutely. Hear yeah. that, Mitch? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's getting more expensive by the day, buddy. Yep. Can't afford this talent anymore. Man, just think if it was like a pound a month. <laughs> That'd be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. We'd be, we'd be, yeah. I'd actually be able to, you know, live and try new food sometimes. Hmm. Interesting. That, yeah, that would definitely be nice. But we appreciate everybody who is obviously already a loyal listener of the podcast. If you're new, welcome. Follow the podcast on Twitter at I'm Fat Pod. Follow Jay at Jay Zawoski670. Follow me at Rick Camp670. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast because that's the best ways to help us branch out, rise the rankings for podcasts. What are we under the food? I think there is a food category. We're under that. So it helps us move up that so more people can find out about us. And the more people find out about us, then hopefully the more stuff we're able to do, like the point three k Yeah, that was definitely a lot of fun. And we just took a shot at Mitch. Mitch, from his own money, yes. paid for our registration for the 5K or the 0.3K. So Very true. thank you, Mitch, for letting us be there. 100%. Brian Gertz is working on the video footage. It should be out this week at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much of it. The race was all about 45 seconds. It takes a long time to edit all that together. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, Brian should have that together soon, and we'll share that video when it comes out. So the other main topic that we want to get to today, now this was, if you remember from last episode, it was our first feedback episode. Mm. Now the question that came from Jay's wife. My wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was the topic in and of itself. Yeah. And as we've prepared for this topic, it was a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. It's grueling. I usually, I will say, Rick is more of a preparer. Yes. Rick always has a notebook ready. He's always got things written down. I am a reactor. Mm -hmm. That's how I do everything. No podcasts I do, no shows I do, do I go loaded with notes. Yeah. Unless I know I'm going to get to this stat or I need this information. I'm not a big outliner. I just like to go with the flow. Yeah, you still have to idiot-proof yourself to a point. So I thought I'd be able to just wing this. Yeah. list and i i you can't, can't. I, I can't do it so i need i did have to take down i think i have 10 okay options written here and i'm, wow, I'm now i'm options. going to do it on the fly <laughs> I, I kind of i was almost gonna say should we do 10 instead of five for this One, two but, three four five six seven eight let's do 10 i have 10 let's do 10 oh yeah. man okay well while we're doing it then <laughs> on the fly okay so we should probably say you know what the actual list is too. that's so probably a good idea so hope's question was what are your favorite Non-chocolate candies. Yes. So, 
Okay, hold on. I got a feeling. Well, I think your mind automatically goes to, I don't want to say junky candy, but like penny candy. Sure. Like star, are they called star mints? Like the red and white where you get them after a meal? Um, I think that's what they're called. I just, I, yeah, I just call them peppermints. Yeah, whatever. And, yeah. you know, uh, nerds and, mm-hmm. and, and Skittles and things like that. And those all definitely qualify. But yeah. when we did more research, we realized, man, there's some stuff that is legit gourmet candy that's not chocolate. So I'm glad we're doing this, and uh, it is a good and creative idea by my good and creative wife. Yeah. All right, Jay, what is your number 10, your 10th favorite non-chocolate candy? My number 10 is Haribo Cola Gummies. These are the, I guess you can't say Coca-Cola, but Cola cola Pop flavored gummies. Love those. Interesting. Haribo gummies are kind of, they're one of the things that I have no reason for having not had them. I think they just kind of somehow missed my purview. I think Haribo are the best, like, uh, replacement level brand of gummies. Like, when you go to Walgreens or CVS, they're right there by the counter, and they're good and reliable and delicious. And they're usually pretty fresh because I think they sell pretty well. Okay. What's your number 10? My number 10, Airheads. Airheads are solid. It's just, it's very simple. Here's a flavor. Here's a stick of it. Go for it. It's it's almost taffy-ish, but it's like it's so fake that it's not quite taffy. I think it's technically taffy, right? I guess it would be sure. in the taffy family. I guess we, uh, you know, we're running the concession stand for fall ball. For oh, those, those are clutch for concessions, dude. We got a, a box of ninety of them. Yeah, and they're and so we cheap. We sell them two for a buck. We're making a lot of profit. Yeah, they're so airheads. cheap. Have you ever had grape airheads? Yes, pretty good. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, they're Purples really, really good. Purples of fruit, hashtag. All right, my number nine is runts, the Wonka candy runts. I okay. love specifically the banana runts. Banana runts. Dun, 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 dun. If I could buy a bag of just banana runts, I would do it. But uh, runts are my number nine. I had to put a Wonka family candy in there. I really like the yeah, Wonka candies. I didn't think about it that much. I'm just like, what is, what's a bunch of crap that I've eaten a lot? I just know I like a lot of what they have. Are bottle caps Wonka? I don't know. I don't know. Those are on the outside looking in, though. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot on the outside looking in, by the way. No, I, for I sure. I realize how much more I've grown up because, like, a lot of the sour stuff that I used to always love is, yeah. like, like, Sour Patch Kids used to be, like, spoiler alert, they're not in my top ten. <gasps> but, uh, like, they used to be, like, top two or three for me. Okay. And now I'm, like, I can only have a couple of them. Well, your palate has evolved. A little bit. I went from like a five-year-old palate to a 12-year-old well, palate. You, go. you okay. got the baby steps. All right, what's your number nine? My number nine is sweet tarts. Oh, sweet tarts are good. Sweet tarts are very good. They're convenient. Do you like the chewy sweet tarts? A little bit. Yeah, they're okay. Not as much. Yeah, the, the, the traditional. Yeah. yeah, the traditional sweet tarts. You know, it's it looks like it should be more of a sweet profile. It obviously isn't quite as much. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm here for it. Some people don't like the texture a little bit too, but I find them perfectly fine. And and every once in a while, a good sweet tart is solid. I very much like sweet tarts, and I feel like I left them off my board mistakenly. I got to live with what I have. All right, my number eight, and you just mentioned these, Sour Patch Kids, but the specifically the Sour Patch Watermelons. Yeah, those are really good. They're really good, and they were in our, maybe they still are, in our snack machine here at work. I don't think they are. Yeah, that's, that's a quality item. Our vending machine's really gone to crap. It has. They got these new um, Chipotle Ranch They're, Cheetos. Yeah, yeah the like, I'm trying too hard Cheetos. Right, like, look, if, they're, if all the bags are still there when you come back, yeah. Candy Machine Man, maybe take them out. Yes, exactly. Send them down to the miners. All right, so that's your number eight. I will say, though. Yes. In credit to our sank machine guy. Yes. For a dollar fifty, 
You mm-hmm. get basically half a box of generic Oreos. I don't yeah. know how the pricing works. Well, didn't you say they're like, if they're like genetically modified cookies or something? It says on there, genetically modified. <laughs> that means they're good, right? Yeah, well, they taste good. <laughs> My number eight is the orange slash cherry slices in your like generic bag. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a yes. little slice of gummy that has the sugar on yeah, top. Yeah, those of it. are called. Uh, they are. They will appear later on my li- on my list. Fruit slices. Yeah, fruit yeah. slices. Yeah, those yeah. are great. Some of that. Sometimes they come in mint, and those are tasty too. Interesting. All yeah. Right, so, in- so I I love those. Like when you only have like a buck. Yeah. You can get those, and you know it'll always come through. Definitely. All right. I uh, actually Rick witnessed this. These are no longer made, and I actually called Fannie Mae <laughs> to find did. out if this is true that they don't make these anymore. They have a couple different names, but I'm going to describe them. They're Fannie Mae Mint Discs. They're pastel colored. They're flat, almost like a communion wafer. Some of them have, like, white candy sprinkles on them. Some of them are just plain. They don't make them anymore. They're, they were amazing, but they're number seven on my list. So whatever they're called... The Fannie Mae Pastel Mint Disc is my number seven. Interesting. All right. My number seven. This is where I start to feel like I'm getting old because I've got like a run of more old timey things. Originals on there or something? No. <laughs> number seven is the flavored Tootsie Roll. Okay. So for me, and it's funny because we were, we kind of mentioned, like, first thought about this topic earlier today. And you casually mentioned, oh, the vanilla Tootsie Roll. And I was like, yes. Yeah, those are good. Yes, those are incredible. And nobody ever talks about them. I remember I bought, this is, I mean, maybe 10 years ago. I bought a whole bag of them. Like, okay. Because I went to, like, the penny candy store and just, yeah. like, did a shot. I'm like, wow, I love these. I never see them. Yeah. In, like, two days, I was sick of them. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's a very consistent flavor. And if you did that with anything, I have sure. also bought an entire bag of cotton candy dum-dums. Oh, and I had the no. same experience. I'm not the biggest cotton candy. I like cotton candy. I don't know. Stuff. But yeah, it's like even if it's the vanilla, the orange is good. And I'm not the biggest orange. I'm like probably slightly lower than replacement level on liking orange. But like this is the orange fruit slices or the orange like Tootsie Roll thing I'm down for. Yeah. All right. We are number six. My number six is fruit slices. You just discussed them. Uh, I like all the flavors, even the minty ones. So fruit slices are my number six. Mine are Mike and Ike. Which okay. have made a comeback for me due to being in the vending machine on the 11th floor. They are good. I feel like over recent years, unlike a lot of things, mm-hmm. they've gotten thicker. Yes. So they they're have. so there's more of the a little chewier. They're chewier. So the the sweet inside, you get to taste it more, and it's not quite as like you don't have to gnaw on it quite as much. I yeah. think they've improved the formula. Yeah, I agree. So I'm I'm very big on the Mike and Ikes right now. It's definitely a in the moment pick. It's not one that I have as much of a history with as a lot of these others. Mm-hmm. All right, my number five, and I'm going to get seasonal here on my next couple picks. Uh, peppermint bark. Okay. Yeah. I'm not the biggest peppermint person in the world, but if you like it, I get it. In the winter, around Christmas, you know, your aunties and uncles, or probably not your uncles, but your aunties and cousins are making peppermint bark, and it's always just, as you're walking around the party, just grab a little piece, nibble on mm-hmm. it. Delicious. Love peppermint bark. My number five, store brand fruit snacks. <laughs> store, right. store brand fruit snacks no matter, no matter whether you get the dinosaurs oh yeah or how about gushers you big fan of gushers i like gushers yeah i maybe i should have just gone with more of a name brand thing but everybody had their favorite variety of store brand fruit snacks yeah. and it's one of the few things where the generic is always better you're right about that the the, the brand name ones are like they're too chewy and or powdery 
That's why I like the ones from, uh, they have the commercials from the ones that they sell at Aldi. Yeah. With like the, where it's actually like a little, it's almost like a mix between a traditional fruit snack and a gusher. Yeah. Those, I forget what they're called. They are the best. We have those in our house and I always steal them. So Addie, when she makes her lunch, doesn't have any left. Nice. Uh, Sticking with the seasonal picks, uh, my number four, and this is going to be controversial. I'm going to take a lot of crap about this. Feel free to at me, but I love them. Marshmallow pumpkins. That is the marshmallow-shaped candy corn, or the pumpkin-shaped candy corn. Yeah. Love those. Sorry, not sorry. I like, I'm good for a little bit of candy corn once a year, but outside of that, I never get the taste for candy corn, and Marshmallow pumpkins are better than candy corn. It's a different thing. Okay. They feel similar, and they're often mixed together. Yeah. The, uh, The Brock's Autumn Mix will be candy corn and, and marshmallow pumpkins. Yeah. But they're different. They're better. I think just the size of them makes it more palatable. I love them. All right. My number four is one that you jokingly brought up the brand before, but I'm actually using it. The Werther's Originals Chewy Caramels. Oh, I don't think I've had those. Oh, they're really good. Look, look, butterscotch is good anyway. I know right. old people eat it, but it's delicious. No, don't yeah. Even. The Werther's Originals just in general I would look forward to going to my grandparents' house because they would have those. But also, just like one the, big one stuck together. Seriously, like like the chew, but the chewy caramel. If you have some of them chewy, and then you put some of them in the fridge, not for long, but just so they get a little mm. tougher. That's that's clutch. I'm a big fan of like when you go to Hallmark, they've mm-hmm. got the little box of caramels. Yeah, or um, uh, Walgreens too. Walgreens has them too. Yeah. yeah, and they're like five cents. I'm sorry, caramel. I am such a sucker for caramel. All right, my number three, and this is specific, brands matter, Albanese gummy worms. Albanese gummies are the best gummies, okay. and worms are the best shape of gummy, so Albanese gummy worms are the best. And uh, here's a fat hack for you. If you're anywhere in the southern burbs, like I am in Homewood, I'm very close to Indiana, mm-hmm. about 25 minutes from my house is the Albanese factory. Oh. You can go in and buy a giant five-pound bag. I think it's like $6. They're called goof-ups. Really? So they're gummy worms that like didn't get cut correctly or they like melted together. They're, oh, they're that's like great. They're errors, yeah. but it's the same taste. You just grab one gummy and like five of them are stuck together. That's one gummy. You just have one gummy bear. One gummy wow. worm. Yeah, it's super cheap. And when you think like the price of a bag of gummy bears, mm-hmm. like a normal snack size bag is probably three bucks or so. Something like that. You get this five pound sack. I think it is six dollars. That's like a five seventy-five or six dollars. <laughs> That's a really good drop right there. Well, pro hack. I'm here to help. Five pound sack. <laughs> a five pound sack. All right, my number three has been a long time road trip staple for me. Mm. Now, whether it was band trips or I remember when I was littler, my brother was in gymnastics. We would always be going to different cities around the Midwest. Swedish fish. Can't argue with that. That is a safe, high ceiling pick for you. Yeah. Especially at three. Yeah, I I love Swedish fish. Not the now when they tried to get crazy and go for different flavors where you had the yellows and the greens yeah, no, as well. Let's off. stop that. Just yeah. your traditional Swedish fish. There are a few things that top that. No, they are delicious. But at least two. Uh definitely like those. Um they have Trident make Swedish fish gum. Oh. And it works. If I ever see it, I'll get you some. Okay. All right. My number two, and this is going to shock some people because this is a recent revelation for me. Uh-huh. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces do not have chocolate in them. It's a candy really? shell over peanut butter. 
No chocolate in Reese's Pieces. Yeah. So that's my number two. I think that is a great pick. It is a power pick for me. Hold on. We are subject to leftovers right now. Oh, we are? Dan, this is like very messy. I see you looking at the door. Dan, because like. Dan and because Connor's holding out his phone in his left hand while looking in, while having his phone <laughs> look in here while we're recording the I'm Fat podcast. It's all about, it's very meta online content. When right I saw now. your eyes darting, I thought Mitch was coming in with food. So I started to get a little yeah, excited. I wanted Connie's to make sure there was pizza that we're supposed to be getting. Connie's pizza. Where's Tommy Lasorda following Connie's pizza closely behind? <laughs> My number two is <laughs> Starburst. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. The only thing that doesn't make it number one is the hassle. A hassle of sorting through the crappy ones? Not sorting through the crappy ones, but having to take them out of the oh, wrapper. Yeah. And I've tried the ones where they're like, well, it doesn't have a wrapper, but it has more of a harder shell, and it's not the same. No. So Starbursts are my number two. Are you aware of the existence of All Reds? For Starburst, where is that it's, like a, it's just is, cherry, watermelon, and uh, yes, that, that sounds more like a rugby team, though. Yeah. From like <laughs> the All Reds, <laughs> big fan. All right, my number one. Edibles. <laughs> I can't argue. You can. It's candy and you get high from it. <laughs> I win. Now, does that count as one thing, though, because they can make edible versions of so many things? As long as, whatever. Whatever it is. <laughs> and as long as the I was, result I was, is there. I was wondering what, where you're, because I'm like, he has no Skittles. He has no Starburst. What is he doing? Like, yeah. there's none of this on here. Okay. I specifically like uh, the ones, uh, we have these multicolored strips. Yeah. And they're delightful. They very they do their job very well. I've still never had an edible. I would say I'd bring you some to work, but I probably shouldn't do that. Agree. <laughs> you should not say that. But I did not say that. You definitely did not say that. Exactly right. All right. My number one, I just said it, so I kind of gave it away. <laughs> it's no surprise to you because you see me eat them like every other or every third day is Skittles. Yeah, you're a big Skittles fan. Skittles are, are fantastic. You, and don't, I, you don't have the issues that you have with Starburst of having to unwrap each one individually or anything like that. The only thing that could make Skittles better is if they got rid of the goddamn apple and went back to lime That's the green. True. That was a bad choice. That was I a wonder horrible why, choice. Because this is a universal agreed upon theory, too. Yeah. It's not like people are like, no, I prefer the apple. Right. Can't we Can't we like wish this and bitch this into existence like the spicy nuggets coming back at Wendy's? I just wonder if they were thinking they needed like another sour in Maybe, there. But, but like the thing is you pair one of the lemon yeah. with the lime yep. and there you go. Like for me, so like, okay, so in the Skittles pack, the, the regular Skittles pack, what's your ranking of flavors? I love the grape. Okay. It's my favorite. Then mm-hmm. j- red, cherry, whatever yeah. it is. Then green, then yellow. Yellow is the least? What I about think orange? so. Oh yeah, the orange would be third. Mine is, I like the apple the least, then the orange, then the yellow, but the yellow, the, the like lemon and the grape are damn near tied. Mm. And then for me, the red is the best. Yeah. I mean, red is pretty I'm a much red universally. When, yeah, yeah. When it comes to most candies, I'm a red stand. I always go with grape candy. That's why I said I was excited about the grape airhead. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It doesn't taste anything like a grape. I guess no candy tastes like the fruit that claims to taste like. Right. There's one. I actually prefer the taste of fake cherry to real cherry. Okay. It's, it's not like I dislike the taste of real cherry, but it's I prefer not, the taste of fake cherry. Yeah, it's not the taste of candy cherry. Like even yeah. like a maraschino cherry that you would put in a kitty cocktail or a Shirley Temple, whatever you call it. That's yeah, exactly. not what a cherry tastes like. No, not at all. No. Not even close. That when I was a kid, I'm like, this is cherries? This is good. And then I got some cherries as an adult, like, oh, this is not what that is. Right. It's still delight. I love cherries, yeah. but it's a lot of work. 
Okay. Those pits out. We want to know your thoughts. I don't know why that sounded weirder it than did. it should have. Yeah, we want to know your thoughts and your top five non-chocolate candies. At I'm Fat Pod, at Jay Zawoski 670, at Rick Camp 670. Hashtag I'm a fat. Speaking of that hashtag. Is it time? It's time for our Ask a Fat questions. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. We've got some good ones this week. I'm excited for one of them. One of them that, like, after our last episode was sent to me right away and said, I don't want to forget this. <laughs> so I'm sending it to you now. And it's such a, a great question. Let's I'm going to save that. it. Okay, let's start. Oh, you want to save it? All right, save it. No, I'll start with it, though. Right. We'll start off on a good note. This is from Brandon. All right. What are your thoughts on fats wearing jerseys of smaller athletes? It kind of bothers him. Interesting. I hadn't really thought about it because I'm a fat guy that likes hockey, and all hockey players are smaller than me. Yeah. So it's hard. If I ever want to wear a hockey jersey, I can't really wear one. Did the walrus from that commercial wear a jersey? (laughs) I think he did. So I'll get his. Um, I guess I just have to get like a Dustin Bufflin jersey and call it a day, right? Yeah, it does limit us a good amount. Or offensive linemen. Or sometimes you have to special order those, so it makes it tough. That doesn't bother me as much as like a big dude wearing the jersey of a small player. Like if, as a Cub fan, I can never wear a Ryan Terrio jersey. Okay. Right. Like I could wear a Rizzo. I mean, or a I, think that, I think that's kind of what he was saying. But Kinda. but it's you're you're saying it's only the extreme Ex- versions. Yeah, you can't have like a big dude with right. a small guy's jersey. Right. Tubby can't be wearing a Tony Campana jersey. Right. Okay. But if you want to wear a Rizzo or a Brian, even though those guys are technically smaller than you, sure. It's at least. I think that makes sense. Yeah. All right. I got one here from. What do you think? Do you agree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree. Got one here from Christine. She has a bunch, but a, a lot we've answered already. But I'll just go here. Favorite concession stand item. So if you're at a ball game and you're going up to the concession stand, what is your go-to? And I think I'm going to go with most likely to get above replacement. Well, because there's also, like, if you go to Wrigley, there's the Bison Burger and the Joe Madden Hoagie. That's not really the spirit of the question, I don't think. No, 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 no. For me, I'm more likely at a ball game to get nachos than I would anywhere else. Okay. I think that I am a pretzel guy. That's kind of my first choice at a sporting event. Yeah. See, for me, I love getting the nacho cheese. Yeah. Because you know, I don't you don't really have a whole lot of just nacho cheese laying around at home. I should, but I, I don't. Do. I have tubs of it. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's my I think I think uh pretzel with salt and a cup of cheese on the side is a really good starter at a sporting event. Okay. This is from Timmy. We've talked about combining foods, but do you have a favorite drink combination? Hmm. So like mixing two like mixing two beverages together. Yeah, like he said, his is Dr Pepper and Sprite. Oh, interesting. I remember as a kid we used to do that. Mm-hmm. Just like run yeah. the gauntlet at Seven Eleven yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Call it a suicide or a kamikaze or whatever. Yes. Boy, I don't. I haven't done it in a long time. I have one. Okay, actually. what do you got? And now it's it's hard to find one of these in many places anymore. Mm-hmm. If you can get red cream soda and Sprite. Oh. I like that a lot. That sounds good. I think Wendy's has red cream soda. You keep telling me this, and I keep forgetting yeah. to, to ask. They, it's like Dave Thomas. It's in the well. They have the uh, freestyle machines. Yeah. So it's just in there. You just kind of look for it. Um, oh, I, I never go. To, like, I never go into does, Wendy's. Like, though. Vanilla root beer count? That doesn't really count, right? That's the if thing you, you can did, buy if in you a can. Did, like cream soda and root beer, then. Uh, and now, well, I will say, okay, here's one: like lemonade and ginger ale. Yeah. But now. Some company, Canada Dry has actually started to can that now. Okay. But well, I used to do, when I would counts. get ginger ale, I would, I would put lemonade in there. Okay. Like, that that'd be that would be mine. Yeah. 
All right, Matt uh, says, what healthy, in quotes, food do you eat excessive amounts of? Uh, if we're saying, like, actually healthy, like, you can't argue that this is a healthy thing. I would say probably asparagus. That would be the yeah. one that I can have a lot of. Interesting. My real answer is mm-hmm. mashed potatoes. I could eat <laughs> mashed potatoes until I die. That, if I had just that for the rest of my life, yeah. I'd be happy. It would be a short life, but it would be a fun one. Grapes. Oh, grapes can, is a good one. I can eat grapes all day. Dude, have you had cotton candy grapes? No. Oh, you don't like the cotton candy taste, though? Well, I, I mean, in small doses. They have somehow modified grapes okay. to taste absolutely like cotton candy. Really? It's amazing. I think Mariano's has them. So if you have one of those, I think you have yeah. one of those by you. Yeah. See, I know they might be seasonal. Okay. But see if they have them. Cotton, cotton candy grapes. Candy There's, grapes. The bag has like a little pink, like the writing on it is pink. Or okay. Whatever. Like a pink design. Okay. Uh, so I would say asparagus and then potatoes, even though potatoes aren't healthy anymore. I mean. As I give the wank symbol. <laughs> the Beetlejuice gift. <laughs> I can never find that when I need it, by the way. I, I think that like Twitter and Facebook kind of, they take out obscene. Yeah. They because try to like, keep up with I can't, it. I can't find the uh, Seinfeld I think it moved gift yeah. anymore. We need to save these and and have them at the ready because yeah. I need the I need the Beetlejuice <laughs> whacking it. Chiff all the time. <laughs> My uh, any food that I could could just keep on eating pizza, especially oh, yeah. if it's something like Jack's Pizza, where it's like really crappy or whatever. Yeah, I, just like where you just eat it and there's no yeah. impact on your body. You just feel that's right. me with like chicken nuggets. Yeah, I can exactly. probably like a hundred of them. And be like, eh, what's next? Actually, the uh, I mean, I think the place has changed management, and I haven't been back since they changed management. So early in the podcast, I would always talk about the beer nuggets from. Uh, <sighs> Park 47, I don't know if they are still on the menu because I haven't been there in a minute, and I heard they changed management. So I'll have to check on that, but those are something that are so light and airy. Yeah, well, if they took those off the menu, they're going to be changing management again. You're damn right they will be. Oh, I mentioned Jack's Pizza before. This is from Gabriel, best frozen section pizza. Jack's. I think Jack's is great. I like. I really do. I, it's it's consistent. It's easy to cook. It mm-hmm. tastes good. You can eat a whole one and not want to feel horrible about yourself. I know like uh, there's some that maybe resemble... Yeah. An authentic pizza more, but when I'm making a frozen pizza, I'm actually going for that taste. Okay. I want the crunchy. I want the crispy. I want the, you know, so I, I always go for Jack's. See, always. I like a good DiGiorno. Yeah. If you can give me a good DiGiorno, I'm here for it. I have not had a DiGiorno in a long time. Now, it's more expensive, though, to where Jack's, yeah. you can get a lot more for your for your I dollar. Get like five or ten bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. You can't do, you can get maybe like two or three when they're on sale of DiGiorno. So that makes the difference there. All right. got uh, Sticking with the topic of pizza, Denise says, what is your favorite non-traditional pizza topping, i.e. Italian beef and jardinera, barbecue chicken, or should they all be avoided? Mm. If I do anything, I'm so basic with pizza. I either get – now, my wife just prefers cheese, so that mm. obviously also limits things. She'll get some other crap on it, but, like, we'll either do pepperoni or I'll do pepperoni and jardinera. Okay, Jardinero would count. So, yeah, Jardinero would be mine. I'm a, I have, I, it took me a long, I mean, within the last two years I've tried this, but Italian beef pizza yeah? is pretty solid. I haven't had it yet. There's a place in uh, Mount Greenwood called Open Outcry. It's okay. a brewery, and then they have, like, a permanent food truck inside. It's actually really cool. That's but they cool. do, like, the brick oven pizzas. And they, I think it's called the Chicago Way or something. It's Italian beef, Jardinero, and French fries on the pizza. Wow. But the French fries are, like... They're not cooked in. They're just, like, placed on top. Okay, so, so you can, can kind of – okay, that's good because yeah. that seems like you're trying too it's hard. It's really, really good. Okay. 
Really I'm in good. for that. Okay. All right. This one's from Beer Fan in Beer Fan. I can't read my own handwriting. Bear <laughs> Fan in Wisconsin. That makes more sense. What's your record for most drive-throughs to create one great meal? I don't do that. I know that's your thing, Rick. I know. I've never done it. I I feel like less less than a fat for not having done that. You kind of are for that. All right. I'll but, do it. I'll uh, do it soon. He said his is three. Mine is also three. Okay. So if I'm remembering the meal correctly. I went to. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Skippy's by me to get the Italian beef because it's fantastic. Mm. I went to Arby's to get the shake and fry, and I went to. Oh God, where did I go to get the? Where did I go to get the mozzarella sticks? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But either <laughs> way, I went to a third place for cheese sticks. So my meal ended up being a vanilla shake from from Arby's, along with. The curly fries from Arby's. Okay. And I believe like eight inch beef Protein. from yeah, from Skippy's mm-hmm. and mozzarella sticks from the other place God. that I can't remember off. I would love to do a calorie calculation of that. I would not. See, the problem for me is I don't want to wait to eat. Well, you're not I ideally I'm not driving far to do this. Okay. I've just been in places where they're all like within they're easily like two, three minutes from each other. Yeah. When I'm in the drive thru, I'm like a dog. I'm like, give yeah. me. Yep. And as soon as I get the bag, I'm sorry. I'm eating. I'm like eating before I leave the window. Right. How many? <laughs> how many workers have you bitten? Only six. Okay. That's week. not bad. Yeah. I got a whole lot here, and I, I don't want to. I want to make sure I get the good ones in. So, uh, our buddy J Hood. Yeah. Chimed in, and we're trying to find a way to like legally finagle we, a crossover. Yeah, we've got to find a way to make this happen. Yeah. Uh, he says, "Do you think people that work in the fast food industry look down on or treat us in a, in Fat Nation differently?" Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. I think about this a lot. Yeah. Because I'm a twenty nugget guy. Yeah. My McDonald's is twenty nuggets and a large coat, a large tie coat, because I'm healthy. <laughs> um, but I think there are people that drive through and have much worse orders than that. Right. Yeah. See, like, there's, there's the two. There are two ways that you'll piss off drive-through people. It's either you don't know what you're doing at all, which, like, for me, so the place where I know my order the best, and I think once they start hearing my voice, they know it's me at this point, is Popeyes, because the one by me, Eric. <laughs> yeah, seriously, because I've been going to the same one for like ten years now, because it's the one that's closest to IMS, and now it's also closest to where I live. So. When I get there, like, I just kind of know the tempo to go. Like, my wife will always wait for them to say, is there anything else, before she says the next item. And I understand she's trying to do that because she wants to make sure that they're ready for it. Fine. But, like, for me, the way I order at Popeye's is I'll have a number seven spicy with fries and a Dr. Pepper. So then I'll wait for them to say anything else. And then I'll say one extra biscuit. Okay. That's a fair way to So order. I think that's, they appreciate that about the fats. Yeah. But then. We know what we're when, doing. Yeah. But then. We're when, efficient. Or you get the people that roll up and are like, yeah, mm, Tubby, you really need another meal of this? It's like, shut up and get another job. Give me my goddamn food. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some issues at Popeye's lately with the drive through Just like. I could understand that because of everything that's happened with the chicken sandwiches. And I'm sure. They're a bit overwhelmed. Of, yeah. People have been, I'm sure people have been hissy with them about it. So I, I kind of get it. All right, this one is from Marcus. He says, don't know if you guys have been asked this one before, but what would your last meal be? Portillo's beef, McDonald's fry, and a Frosty, for example? Mine would. Mine's very simple. My last meal would be a sausage pizza and French fries from Los Angeles Pizza. That's it. That's my, that is my favorite mm-hmm. meal in the world. 
I would probably get a pepperoni pizza from, I think right now, at this moment, I'm favoring Roma D's. It's this place in, in Warrenville. I think I've I might have mentioned place. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've mentioned it once or twice. It's uh, just off of Route 59. If you head north from, like, if you're on 88 and you get off at 59, head north, it's about a mile or so. It's eh, maybe, maybe a hair over a mile, but it is really good. Okay. If I had that, and then if this is my final meal, I mean, I'm probably going all out. So from there, I'd probably also get some sort of side. I don't know what it would be. I, I haven't even looked at their sides because their pizza is so good. I'm big on, like, if I eat somewhere, I want to I have the taste for a while. Yeah. So I wouldn't ruin my Rosangelo's experience by adding something else to the mix. True. I would just be like, that when I'm dead, Yeah. I want that to be the last thing I tasted. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would do it. I have two more. How about you? Uh, I have, yeah, I have two more good ones. All right, go for it. Okay. This is from Steve. What's your favorite variety of fried rice? Plain, chicken, pork, or shrimp? <sighs> it's shrimp, but my wife is allergic, so we never order it anymore. So I, you're going to hate me, Rick, but my second favorite is veggie. I know. <laughs> Rick is getting up and leaving the room and retrieving that's not a weapon. Great. No, yeah, it's uh That's not great. It's my- just true though. Like I we got chicken fried rice from the place by us in Homewood. It, yeah. Eat rice. It's I love eat rice. It's great. Best pot stickers in the world, by the way. But the chicken is just like little white strips of like ah, is that seasoned rice. Maybe right? it's just the the places that I've had. I, I prefer chicken fried rice. Okay. Because I'm weird where But my dish is usually chicken. Yeah. I'm usually orange chicken or sesame chicken or whatever. Sure. See, I'm not big on Asian food in general. Yeah. But like I can do if I can, it's it's just that. I can do it. Oh, you just order a plate of chicken fried rice? Yeah. And that's the meal? Pretty much. Then and you're then hungry no, though in twenty minutes. Well, yeah, but then we're leaving and I'm stopping at, at like you're going to Arby's for yeah, your I'm going fries. to Arby's or something like that afterwards. I will say if you're into that, mm-hmm. you've probably seen this if you've been to Wrigley, cozy. Yeah. Is on Sheffield, mm-hmm. just south of the park. They have like a big Elvis statue, a bunch of toys in the window. Yeah. That's my favorite Thai food place. Okay. But you can go in there and order just a big plate of fried rice. It is the best fried rice in the okay, world. Okay. That's good. Cause like I always feel like that jerk. Like there were, so when I was in marching band in college, band camp was the week before school started. Mm-hmm. So we had a day before band camp started, we had the section leaders all had to get there and we had a big lunch meeting with uh, the director. Well, it was at the, the Chinese buffet in town. So I was that jerk that was getting uh, the slices of pizza at the Chinese buffet. Oh, you, you, need to, you need to figure this out. Like, you need to work through this because Asian food, even like, I'm talking about the Americanized stuff. Sure. Like, if you're at a buffet, you're getting like orange chicken yeah, or like, sweet and sour chicken is basically I just had, a chicken nugget. Right, but I had sweet and sour chicken uh, at... One place that we went to for, I think it was like Colleen's grandparents, something or other. And I was like, eh, yeah. it's fine, I guess. You I mean, at, I can eat it. I just would never choose it. You're at Pad Thai? No. I, I think you would like Pad Thai. Try okay. Pad Thai. Give it a shot. I think okay. you'll like it. It is the most basic Thai food dish you can have. Okay. I think. All right. Uh, I got a question here from Mary, uh, who writes every week. Mm-hmm. One of our favorites. She says, if you were to get a food-related tattoo, what would it be? As a fat, she's not fat, mine would be a small breakfast platter of comical eggs and bacon, mainly because that's what got me started in cooking slash food love. My grandparents let me make breakfast every weekend when I was a kid, so it has variable meanings. And that got me thinking of my, like, me and my grandpa used to go to this place called Veli's in Oak Lawn. Okay. It's gone now. It's been torn down. It's all, like, commercial stuff now. Or, like, 
you know, brand name, sure. whatever, like a Smashburger and T-Mobile mm-hmm. store. But they had the best chicken and dumplings Ooh. ever. Like chicken on the bone, dumplings, just fantastic. And me and him would go every week. Mm-hmm. We'd eat chicken and dumplings, talk about Notre Dame, talk about life. And that was our tradition. I, I just don't know how I can uh, emblazon chicken and dumplings on myself. But if I had to make yeah. it, if I had to choose a food tattoo, that's what it would be. Or I don't know if this counts for the same reason. My grandpa was a Miller Light, Miller High Life enthusiast. Okay, the Miller High Life, uh, the woman in the moon. Yeah, logo. I've actually considered getting that in memory of my grandpa, but I'm working on it. I have two that come to mind. On Saturdays with my dad, we would always go to the hot dog stand down the street for lunch. The only thing is that like. It's not the most aesthetically pleasing, so like actually getting a tattoo of it. It's just like for me, it's like a jumbo dog, some crinkle cut fries, and a big ass red cream soda. You'd have to get it like really cartoonish. Yeah. You know, like just like uh, the fries in front and then like just a, a little cluster of yeah. the, the items. It, it might be that either that or just a slice of pizza where you're like the the stereotypical, you're pulling it away and you got the cheese. Oh, yeah. The you stretchy the whole, cheese. Yeah. The stretchy cheese and all that junk so that's probably it all right this is my last one and this is a really good one okay i've got one more when you're done all right simple one this is from josh all right would you rather never be able to eat fast food again or never be able to use a microwave again oh microwave for sure you would get rid of the i'm not a leftover guy i never have anything left to warm up and I don't, I, I truly, I feel like I use my microwave like once a week. Okay. I'm just not, I just don't use it. For, I, when I cook food, I cook it and I eat it. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I don't know. I, I would easily abandon a microwave because there's other ways to warm it up. Right. And a lot, and if there is anything that I would have left over, it'd probably be something like pizza, which is just fine cold anyway. And you got a toaster oven. That's true. There you go. See, there's alternatives. I think we became a team today because that was. <laughs> yeah, because we weren't a team before. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, this one is from Lisa. And by the way, Lisa is the manager of Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe. Oh, God, that yeah. is, I we I told, was it last week that yes. I went there? Bastard. Oh, the jambalaya is, is amazing. Well, I, I, I almost went for a real swear there. Oh, the jambalaya there is fantastic. And I forgot to mention my runner up for final meal is their yeah. Coach Anita Pabil, the Saturday special. It's fantastic. Yeah, I went there on a Friday. Otherwise, I would probably would have yeah, given that a spin. Yeah, that's a Saturday special. So Lisa says, what is your favorite fall comfort food? Chili, beef stew, something else. Chili. It's not even close for me. Yeah. It's chili. I'm I'm a chili sans beans. Okay. Throw in, like, I if you want to throw in, like, little macro, like the elbow macaroni. Sure. Throw that in there. Some oyster crackers. Yeah. Some shredded cheese. Oh, of course. Yeah, no sour cream, no. That's fine. That's fine with me. I'm I'm good without it. I'm okay if it's there. Yeah. But yeah, chili is and just a crap ton of premium crackers. Yeah. I would say the food. My mom's beef stew is great, but I can't duplicate it. I have tried and tried and I just can't get the taste right. Okay. And I don't know what it and she's tried to help me recreate it. And she's like, here are the ingredients. Here and yeah. I just whatever, maybe it's whatever pan she used was seasoned correctly mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But my mom's beef stew is my favorite. But I just again I can't duplicate it. So I think I'm gonna say chill it's either chili or like a really well made homemade chicken pot pie. Yeah, that's good too. But it's got but... the the problem with the pot pie is sometimes the chicken is kind of bland. Mm-hmm. Because the ingredients of a pot pie are blind. You need a lot of pepper. Yeah. Thank for a good you. pot pie. A yes. lot of pepper. Seasoning matters. Yeah. So much. Yeah. And this is something that, like, it matters more to me than my wife. So a lot of times, like, we will make food. 
And then I have to season mine more after the fact. Mm-hmm. So like we'll make quesadillas or something. And we have like more of a mild sauce or something that we'll we'll have. Colleen will leave hers alone. Or sometimes it's just tomato sauce. Most of them, if it's the tomato sauce, I'll have to add red pepper. I'll add a oregano. Quesadilla? Well, like, like pasta sauce? Well, okay. So this is this is depending on what cheeses we have. Okay. <laughs> so, you know. It's like we're we're making them with whatever cheeses we have. So okay, sometimes it's enough. like a basic ass cheese. Yeah, like a it's, cheddar. Yeah, or no, it's it's not like it's not like we have Chihuahua cheese or something. If we did that, I would there, there'd be mutiny if we were using tomato <laughs> sauce. But no, this is just like with what cheese do we need to get rid of? Okay, the like Colby Jack. Sure, we'll go with the tomato sauce. So then I'll add oregano and I'll add crushed red pepper, and she leaves hers basic as hell. Oh man, I, there's not enough oregano. Yeah. I love oregano. Oregano is great. We do sometimes. Hope and I will do the. We go to Jimmy John's, buy the day old bread, mm-hmm. and then just make our own like That's French cool. bread pizzas. Yeah, and I'm just like oregano. I just bury yep. it, and then I put the cheese on top of it. Then more oregano. Yep. I love oregano. Colleen's a. Uh, she's big on getting anything with pesto. Okay. So that that's her thing. But now for me, yeah, it's like oregano. Just seasoning anything is great. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Once again, follow the podcast on Twitter at I'm Fat Pod. Jay's at Jay Zawoski 670. I'm at Rick Camp 670. Feel free to give us a follow. You'll get sports thoughts as well as food thoughts and fat lifestyle thoughts. That's what we're here for. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That we greatly appreciate that. And that helps us out. That's a way you can help us. And yeah. tell a friend and share links too. If you see our links on Twitter or Facebook, share them. Tell your friends about this. Everybody yeah. loves food. Uh, Josh Norris from the. Uh, the Roto World Football Podcast, he always says, just every episode, just tell one friend. Right. You tell one friend every episode. That helps us out greatly. For sure. Because then they tell a friend, and they tell a friend, and so on, and so on. That's how the AIDS commercial worked in the uh, 80s. (laughs) It's like showing a bunch of people Are you equating the podcast with AIDS now? Yes, I am. It's an epidemic, but Magic Johnson is a mutant. I don't know. (laughs) We should probably stop talking. Okay. (laughs) He's Jay. I'm Rick. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.